0: Draco tearing ass into the studio first tonight. Cincinnati in the house. Chris Simmons, Chris Summer Simmons. Why do I keep trying to do that? She's in seconds. Hey man, this is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. Your audio. Sorry about that. Jer- Jeremy Sather checking in. Nancy Weems, Mohawk Mike, Motorcycles, ba- Brad Kilpatrick. Dothan, Alabama, down by Brother Barry, Steve Henderson, hey now, Russ Journey in from Kearney, Nebraska, Minnesota, checking in, good to see all you guys here tonight, I'm Chris with Cycle Source Magazine, and if I remember to do my job and start the clock, we're on the five minute countdown to get started with this episode of Shop Talk, super fired up, we got tons of stuff going on in the shop tonight, we got some product, we got some announcements, Sturgis is running at us like a runaway train, cannot wait to get into it with you guys, just under five minutes, and we're going live. Enough time for you guys to hit the like and share button. Help us get this out further and further as we go. Shop Talk going live. All right. One of the the three most important women in motorcycle media. Lisa Ballard checking in with us tonight. So good to have you here. Dusty Dollar with us. Moto Fight Club, what's up? Kyle B. Maxwell from Georgia is in with us. Jason Sims out on Route 66 getting his kicks. Blast Gordon, what's up with you, buddy? Rod Duke, Sacramento, California. One man, woo, woo, woo. Good to see all you guys here tonight. Hey, if you're digging what we're doing here, man, I want to tell you a big part of making this happen is Chopper Town. And if you don't know what Chopper Town is all about, head over to the Chopper Town Facebook or YouTube pages, and you will see hours and hours of motorcycle entertainment just waiting for you to waste an afternoon get in there and check them out they do an incredible job for us getting us out all around the motorcycle world and we can't tell you how much we appreciate them three and a half minutes we're going live with shop talk don't go anywhere rider number 21 from the chase and cannibal in the house with us Charles Strachan from Connecticut Jason Sims I'm not ready to go home (laughs) man I can dig that Shelton's in the house with us Waldemar good to see you here hey I got to share some uh, inside information on the show tonight with you guys Don Gilmore chase rider 22 from Pittsburgh I know that guy so tonight on this show, the one and only legendary, probably most iconic motorcycle photographer of all of motorcycle, custom motorcycle culture, Michael Lichteron with us, and he is actually bringing out some never before seen photography it's going to happen on this show never before seen michael lichter, lichter photography i hope you guys have been following along with him on his uh his his weekly excursion on dennis kirk's blog he's doing a thing called lichter notes and he's gone through a decade by decade chronicle of sturgis it's been absolutely priceless so we're at the two minute mark man hold on grab a drink sit back and relax shop talk going live in under two Simmons, we're missing you too. That was really good. Chris did a incredible segment every morning of the chase called Coffee with Chris. And man, it was it was just such a nice way to start the day out there. If you guys missed the chase coverage, man, go back to YouTube and, and Facebook and check it out because we had morning shows, evening shows, stuff from the road. It was absolutely killer. Leanne Sims checking in from Arizona. Melissa, Greg McIlroy going to What does that mean, Nancy? Going to ghost tonight. Rob Nussbaum in the house. That's our associate producer. Everybody straighten up, fly right. We're at the one-minute mark, and we're going live with this episode of Shop Talk. David Crum. Aaron, New Jersey after a successful fundraiser. West Milford American Legion Riders post 289. Ashley Arnold here with us. Right on. Good to see all you guys, man. Under a minute. Hell, actually... I think 45 seconds is probably close enough that we can get this one out of the station and up onto the tracks. Let's go live with this week's Shop Talk. Here we go. Scooter tramps and chopper jockeys from all across the land. It's just after 9 p.m. on the East Coast here in the Source Media Studios. That means it is time to go live with Shop Talk, coming to you 50 floors below the street level from the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studios. We go live with this show every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, or considerably thereabout, and mostly on that day, I should say. <laughs> I'm Chris with Cycle Source, and uh, I'm going to be your host this evening, and I'm joined by my cohorts in crime. What's up, everybody? How's
1: everybody's week? Howdy, howdy. Boring. What do you mean, boring? You know, I don't have a life. Where you been? I don't know. I'm so intimidated by this group tonight. I'm glad I did my hair and crap. Last so week. Last I know.
2: How exciting is this? This, is is a this? Heavy, this is a
1: heavy crew right here. Brian Clock, Shope. Tabor Nash. Michael I know, Better right? shut the door. but
0: pay attention. So last week you sat there listless and didn't say a word.
1: I know. I know. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> I was on my babysitting job. I have a new babysitting uh, job. So, <laughs> so it's. I, I know
2: you were pretty good on the show last week. <laughs> you had a few witty comments. You know, you did. Didn't interject too much.
1: You had a different hat on, but. Well, nobody called me to ask what the wardrobe was going to
0: be. <laughs> No, we didn't we didn't have the shirt memo shirt memo wasn't out Yeah, man, so it's been uh, it's been a hell of a week, you know, like I said, we were out on the chase We're just back from the chase. There's tons of news going on. So without any further ado We're gonna get right to it in case you're wondering what is this shop talk that we talk about Every Sunday we go live for 90 to 120 minutes with all the bullshit we can fit. We have some entertainment We bring some guests on um usually start the whole thing off with a little program we like to call the news. First up in the news, and this is our sad obligation to report this, this is coming in from Fox 6 in Milwaukee, Nancy Davidson dies after battle with cancer. Nancy Davidson, known by many as the first lady in motorcycling, has died after a long-term battle with cancer. And I just wanted to start the show off by taking a moment of silence for one of the pioneers of everything that we do here today. All right, our hearts and prayers go out to her family. Uh, next up in the news from the AMA, Indian Motorcycle Partners with Veterans Charity Ride for the 7th Annual Adventure Ride to Sturgis. Returning Combat Veterans to Use Motorcycle Therapy to Help Rehabilitate. This is a great program that they do every year, man. And, like, every year we report on it because they just they deserve the absolute most amount of kudos for doing this. Watch this, Mark. Heather, over to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just going to talk about the Veterans Charity, right? We were very lucky enough to have him on, the founder of this organization, on a few years ago. And we really need to have him... Back. come back because Absolutely. it's not just about the ride. They do so much for the veteran community. Um it literally just I think I spent most of the show in tears as he talked about the outreach that they do. I'm going to post a link to veteranscharityride.org in the comments. Please go over, check it out if you can help. They are 100% legit and do more good than I think any of us could possibly imagine. So Absolutely.
1: and that's the hard part being 100% legit. Yeah right. Yeah, a, lot, yeah, a lot of exactly. these companies steal so much that the vets don't get anything. It's nice to actually see somebody who gives it back. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, man. Kudos to them. <clears throat> Next up in the news, and also in from the uh, Harley Davidson people, everyone is talking about the new sportster the sportster s delivers unrelenting performance next generation Sportster motorcycle combines unbridled power with contemporary technology A 100 years after harley davidson's founders arrived in the united states the world saw the birth of the sportster back in 1957. um this one now changing it up a little bit after so many years of the evolution motor power in the sportster they are moving to what they're called the revolution MSRP of fourteen nine nine nine, dollars and we are waiting to bring you guys more information about this. I suspect my trip out to LA on Tuesday is going to be riding this very model. Pat Patterson has not left in five days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, How are you going to be the king of the sports <laughs> if you can't jump in on that shit, boy? That's right.
1: Get it, bitches.
2: <laughs> I have a question. Go ahead. And maybe it's just me because I'm not as motorcycle savvy as you. Does that remind you of the Scout 60 at all?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. it does a little bit. I'm 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 torn because I'm so excited about this motorcycle i really am you know in, in spite of there's there's a lot of traditional haters out there i'm excited that that harley's doing this i'm excited that it's going to be more performance based i yeah. believe like i said in that in that short article that this may be one of the first times that harley davidson actually hit a trend like square between the eyes yeah, right. at the same time i lament the fact that you know the sportster has been for quite some time traditionally the entry-level motorcycle like lament yeah I'm working on my vocabulary. Wow. Don't don't hate a brother F- for trying to bring himself he up. He just
1: said lament. All
0: right. Well, listen. We're going to take a break from the news. There's tons, tons more. Um, so stick with us throughout the hour. Um, we're going to break right good now, good stuff? so we can get we can get to our guest of the hour, Mr. Michael Lichter. Help me welcome him to the show, Mr. Lichter.
3: Hey, I'm here. <laughs> Looks like we shocked you. <laughs> Snuck up on Michael. <laughs> wow. A little too much screen time today, I think. Four and a half hours zooming Jesus. so far. Jesus. Wow. Is that crazy? And remember
0: a year ago, you were still just getting hip to zoom. <laughs> right? right?
3: You know, it's everybody is so busy right now. And Sturge is coming. My wife said, you know, it's okay to take a little breather once a week. And I'm going like... No breathers. What is that? No (laughs) No breathers, can't come up. No. Wow.
0: So that's crazy, huh? The chase was insane, right? I mean,
3: and it was great being with you guys. That was so cool being with Source Media.
0: It was watching you guys in action. It was a lot of fun. It was a it was a good proving ground for the for the Roland Studio, but it was it was also great. Like you know, no matter how many times we go on rides and we take pictures of, of people. It's not the same as watching somebody's reaction when Michael Lichter rolls up next to them backwards on a motorcycle taking their picture (laughs) It's just there's a phenomenon that happens there, you know
3: Uh, It was fun. It was a lot of fun
0: (laughs) So a lot of work a lot of work, too Because I know you were up as late into the wee hours as we were, you know editing footage and editing pictures and getting posts (laughs) out and Oh Lots of stuff so I want you to I want you to start out. Obviously we we've asked you here tonight to talk about the uh motorcycles art exhibit coming up in Sturgis and everything else with Sturgis. But um first and foremost I just want you to take two minutes and talk about your your new position with the folks at Dennis Kirk with the Lichter Notes.
3: Well that's been really cool. Bob Bean, he's the president over there. He called me up uh, a few months ago and said he'd love to do something together and it was all his idea and it was basically, it's kind of amazing because without with there being fewer magazines and fewer pages out there, outlets are really important. And they gave me this outlet. And this is pretty full length um, feature material. You know, it's 1,800 to 2,000 words, which I typically do not get in a magazine. So what we did is once a month, I'm doing Sturgis by the decade. So there you can see Sturgis in the 70s. Then I did the 80s, 90s. And this week I posted Sturgis in the 2000s next month it'll be sturgis in the 2010s and it's been a, a great chance for reflection looking back and it's not i mean it's on sturgis but really it's on on america it's our history it's our culture it's who we are and who we were Absolutely. and how we got to where we are so i i i, I really love it it's uh it's a buttload of work. I'm a slow writer. I'm a photographer. I'm not a writer. So
2: You're a phenomenal writer. Yes, though. you are. You really are. Like, well, I, you need to write more for us. You do well, such a, a
3: great job. I am a slow writer. It's, it's a struggle. But I, and part of it is that I rewrite, 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 rewrite. So, um, but I'm pretty happy where, with what I do when I post. I also, in between the Sturgis ones, I did one on Roland Sands, but not just on Roland and not just on, it wasn't a bike feature. What it was, it was, it was the the Glory Stomper. And that was a bike he built in 2004 for Discovery when he went up yeah, against buddy. Arlen Ness. And I went down, uh, I was actually out in California, went to Arlen's when he was building his um, top banana bike, which was for that build. And then I went to Puerto Rico for the finals of that. And in this, I really, I mean, there's some shots from Roland's shop and his working and riding an in Indian and his other contemporary stuff. But I really use this bike as to how this bike was instrumental in its impact on the custom bike world oh, i think it today? created a whole new generation yeah, of builders is, or changed the way builders thought about well custom bikes, undeniably
0: right? for the v-twin for the v-twin industry this motorcycle this motorcycle set the pace for what people are calling the, the performance segment now you know exactly absolutely but i think I mean, amazing this started as a
3: bagger <laughs> that oh, bike
0: started as a bagger what I, what I really have to say though is I think you know for your for your first portion of the heavy metal show which was last year, I really think there were quite a few motorcycles in that show. We actually did a, a special piece on it in Cycle Source. I think there were quite a few motorcycles that, one way or another, individually represented a, a placeholder in time of the of the evolution of the custom motorcycle segment.
3: Well, I hope so. I mean, that's what I tried to do. Last year, we pulled a feather out of my hat there in terms of, you know, it was COVID and people are having trouble getting their bikes done and all sorts of issues that came up. So what I did is I said, okay, same theme, 20 years you've been building. These are the people that have been, that have survived the ups and downs of the industry and of our economy in general, of the whole world global economy, and they're still in business. And so the idea was, okay, Skip the new bike for now. we'll come back to that next year. Get me an old bike that was a significant bike that has relevance in terms of who you are and where you are in your career now and uh, and that's what we had last year. I thought it worked really well I, th- I think every one of your
1: uh, shows have worked really well out there for some crazy <laughs> way you find a way to set the tone: yeah, set the tone, present something new you know how you find a way to make something new every year in the same events just. Sort of blows me away sometimes. I don't know how you come up with the ideas.
3: Well, so. I still I actually have my plan for twenty two and twenty three already laid out. Nice. So I'm excited going forward. Tell uh, me it Heather. doesn't
2: include Chris.
3: <laughs> Heather. Next year's does not. I wrote Chris out of it next year, Heather, just for you.
2: <laughs> oh, now- so
0: bad it says 25th
3: anniversary next year yep it's a catch 22
0: and we're building uh, and we're building a bitching I, 49 panhead f- to honor the 25th you know i'm going to make an
3: announcement <laughs> right here <gasps> on cycle source media because i think it's a, a good place to do this i'm going to say that next year my plan is to have people to have builders in the exhibition that have never been in my exhibitions. So I've done it for 20 nice. years. You're talking about over 300 builders yeah. have been in my shows. Yep. So I'm looking for new people. There'll be a lot of young people that we've never heard of. There's going to be people that are garage builders that have been building for That's 40 awesome. years. awesome. So I, I'm trying to give a voice to the people that haven't had a voice, right? or at least in my shows they haven't. And maybe they haven't been to Sturgis. And so bring this whole new group. I think it's going to be really cool Oh, i love exciting. that idea that's
2: awesome nope. michael so
0: hey i'm and, excited and about remember this. You, you guys heard it here first michael lichter's announcement for next year's motorcycles and, is art Jeez,
3: another first on cycle source media <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I have something I'm look forward to right
1: because typically like go. it's very hard to get mark excited well i'm not going to be there this year for sure so I'm definitely going to miss this year, but you know, next year it's always cool to come back in and see something new, and that that's going to be new. Not to see people like, you know, Patterson and Paul, and you know, Tabor and and us, and you know, Billy Lane and Aaron Green. To see some new blood, to see some new ideas, and you know, something I think a lot in that takes from seeing what uh, these guys have picked up from people like yeah you know pat Tabor. yeah and i'll Chris. tell you there's nice to see
2: how they yeah right yeah It's there's great
0: there's more activity going on in the garages across america oh, yeah. now than for many many years oh. i mean it's a it's a
1: it's fertile ground yeah and for as much as you see these amazing builders out there it's crazy how many you don't ever get to see so that's a great idea to bring people out of the woodwork
2: yeah, i love that The comments are growing crazy. Everybody loves this idea, Michael.
3: Well, you know, I invite people. I hope they wait till after Sturgis because I'm so swamped right now. But uh, (laughs) I'll be really welcome to see pictures of people's bikes and who they are and and learn of new people. And a lot of that will happen through social media. And this isn't the first time I've done this. I mean, in a way it is because that is the parameter of the show and and that's why i said to heather that chris has written out this year you've been in it three Three times times. four times. yeah no i'm very very
0: lucky so i don't trifecta i couldn't complain at all
3: three wonderful bikes but um i did have a show called it was just on millennials and so a few of those had been in before but it really focused on younger people that hadn't been seen and that was great one year it was on born free builders and i'll tell you I don't think any of those guys had ever been to Sturgis before. So I love bringing new people to Sturgis, turning new people onto Sturgis and turning Sturgis on to builders they're not familiar with. Right on. Well, listen, so, speaking of that- I love about- it
2: that it's the complete antithesis of this year and last year exactly yeah, that's, that's so so what i like to
3: do so great
0: wink Thank eller you. is in the house welcome wink good to see you dan Tos is oh, here how
3: cool to see wink
0: so so good to, go to his shop so listen um without further ado you have asked some of your some of your builders from this year's exhibit to come on and uh the the first cat that we have up... uh,
3: you, you know could we roll through a few pictures before we do that sure. otherwise we
0: may not do oh it. i'm sorry i'm sorry you did have your pictures before yeah this and you you want to just go ahead and curate this and i'll get just, out of the way
3: briefly just uh, just roll it and we'll we can talk about it
0: i'm i'm excited to talk about some of this as it pertains to the, the then and nows but
3: uh, some of these are very recent this is uh i think 2018 at the 100 yeah 18 because 115th anniversary and um anyway i i just love it. this is out of the starting gate and I call this one, what did I call it? And I, have to, I, I just named all these. So this is Bradford, Bradford Beach Brawl, Milwaukee 2018. And uh, I just love the feel coming out of the gate. And the sand is just flying. And the light is so cool. And I know it's hard to see on screen like this, but the, the print is gorgeous. I, oh, it is. I'm looking forward. And hopefully all the prints are like that, that I could say that the prints look great. We could just roll through and we don't have to take a lot of time. So we can get our builders on. This one here is, um, I just added this one also. Um, and I call that simply Feedlot Dodge City, Kansas 2016. That's on the cannonball. And uh, if, if I don't know if you could zoom in a little bit, but I just love the feedlot. It's the cows, they're backlit and yep. kind of glancing off he's on a hundred year old henderson flying by and that could have happened a hundred years ago it would have been a dirt track right and uh
0: and a cotton shirt
3: cotton shirt and a little different (laughs) feedlot looking thing it's over the next oh man does that say a lot right? right that's 1981 you got to zoom in for the audience there baby look at those leather cuffs
2: yeah oh i know you know i love everything about this and wasn't this in was this in new york michael you just told me about this photograph
3: this is in new york city in 1981 and this guy just stopped to say hello right and i had to get a picture of him so there's no bike in this picture Uh one of the very few pictures that doesn't pertain closer to motorcycling, in, in that not more than the free sunny shirt, but it just has this attitude that's so 1981. Yeah,
1: I right? don't know what's more intimidating: his look or the free sunny shirt. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> there you go. That thing's screaming I, in motorcycling what?
3: to me. I like what goes on in the edges. I like the you know even yeah. the advertisement.
0: Look at the car Look at and the, the cars.
3: cars. Yeah, it just it speaks volumes, doesn't it?
0: Yep, fantastic. <laughs>
3: Oh, so now this one, I call it Am Dam in the Jungle. And it was <laughs> 1986. Okay, so. And, uh, by the way, I met Pulsating Paula at this event. No. Um, kidding. Yeah, that's where I met her. But uh, that's not her in the tree. But uh, she may have been taking pictures of the same woman. I don't know. And there's just something about it that it's like, what's she doing up in a tree? And what's the bike doing up in the tree? Well, th- this is look, what I want
0: to say. Anybody who has only started to go to Sturgis 10, 15 years ago, can you imagine this shit going down in Sturgis? In Sturgis. Everyone watching would be arrested.
3: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Zoom in on some of the faces here. Yeah, it's, it's just so nonchalant. Yeah, they don't even really look that They're impressed. Just They're just like, ah. Yeah. I love the truck in the background and the pop tents. And- yeah. Look, this More guy Euros over here. This
0: guy over here, he's looking at his buddy pan head. He's not even paying attention. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, is I don't know. There's well, something about it. I, again, I just like if you, like the if, attitude.
1: If you're familiar with these kind of events, that's sometimes not out of the ordinary back then. So,
3: yeah. Zoom in on the guy in the middle there. You know, this if you notice a sign. I just call this Vets Party, New York, 1986. It's also that same AMJAM event. Where's the sign? And uh, yeah, oh, you know what's you kind go. of amazing is you look at these people and they're Vietnam vets that are. Maybe 13 14 years out of the war, you know, yeah, and they're still young and still middle, you know, early middle age. And look, right now, it's
0: guy guy in the hat has a completely unlicensed Harley Davidson shirt that'll show that'll mark the time right there. there You know, that was that was before R.K. Stratman even knew what Harley Davidson
1: was. That's right,
3: (laughs) you know. um, a lot of these guys are in their, a lot of these guys are in their 70s now wow so i mean I, I just always have to when i look at pictures that's how i like to date them and put a little information on because it, it puts it in a context and sort of a historical thing and you go wow you know like evos had only been out for four years and it's just a different you know what, time
0: you know what i love most about this I don't know. I can't blow in enough for it. If the only thing you could see was that shovelhead motor and that S&S teardrop air cleaner, you wouldn't know what you had. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know
1: what time, right? right? Yeah, there you go. Those drag pipes.
3: Oh, right on. Cool. <clears throat> cool. Uh, this one, uh, the Belfouche drags in 1986 also. So this is during Sturgis. Uh, you know, we used to go to, to watch uh, to go see Pete Hill race. Yeah. yeah. And... I don't know you know i i posted this one on my social media and uh what year I this was 1986 and it was interesting i i i posted i think two of these pictures have been on my social media where i just said hey guys what do you think should it go in the exhibition should i print it and frame it or not and this got a lot of response and uh most of it was quite positive there was one person that said oh you know crop that guy out on the right. No no way. No, that's that's great. He's not not in focus. And you're like, what's he doing there? Takes away from the picture. And of course, if you zoom in and show the picture and just zoom in on the bike, you'll see it's just a picture of a bike. There's no context. And so this to me... Yeah, you know, there's the people in the background. There's no grandstands. It's just like people hanging out on the left side, yeah, what, like what that. Would that be? I mean, it's a good picture. It's yeah. a good picture of a guy drag racing, but there's no context.
1: <laughs> every bit of dirt, so, every bit of dirt on that guy on the right made that bike good on that track. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, you can see, you, you feel it, don't yep. you? You feel oh, like yeah. what it's like to be on the track and the teammate. They just started we've we've been those
0: teammates we've been those teammates more than that
1: I've been the photographer that had to get the swollen eyes from the alcohol alcohol. pouring out of the back of that bike to get that shot and that's awesome because racing my first time I raced in Sturgis was 90 or 91 and it was there was nobody there it was just like that it was desolate you know well, Michael, what do you think yep. if we uh, let's take a little break
0: from the pictures, and we'll share the rest of your pictures after sure. a little bit, and and we'll um, we'll get to your guests because I don't want to keep. I don't. They've been they've been patiently waiting. Okay, wait yeah. For let's us. get
3: them. And there's only a few more pictures. We could do that at the end. That would yeah. be great.
0: So, um, if you want to introduce uh, Mr. Brian Clark.
3: Absolutely, Brian clock is a favorite. He's—I remember like it was yesterday. I—I I, I don't know if it was exactly 1999, but it was about then. Could have been 98. I think it was 99. Brian pulling up in the driveway in a pickup truck with bikes in the back, and that was his first time in the studio, and he was so excited. And I remember him talking about his basically his backyard garage shop and and his dad and stuff like that, and just uh it's been wonderful watching his career from that those very humble be- beginnings to this amazing uh, almost empire that he's built i mean clockworks is amazing let's bring him on so it's great that he's uh, in the show again this year for the umpteenth time right brian <laughs> for sure
4: get a little grayer every year michael
3: <laughs> wow it's it's been a long ride and it's been a really fun ride brian Well, and you were just talking about
4: the first time I ever came to Boulder and I'll say it for everybody here and especially the guys who, and girls who are going to get the chance to be part of your new blood next year. Um, If you ever get that opportunity, do whatever you can to make it happen. Um, Seriously, Michael Lichter takes your Volkswagen, if you can, puts it in his shop and it becomes a Ferrari. And so you're like, what? That's not my bike. You know, no, really it is your bike. And. Um, Michael, you do the magic and you are the greatest ambassador for our industry. You have lit so many fires, started so many careers, done so much for somebody. Um, Thank you for being the industry's greatest storyteller. Uh, I mean, period.
3: yeah, you've been amazing in what you give back to the industry, too. I mean, in so many ways, you've done so many charity rides and, and fundraisers and things like that through Clockworks. It's phenomenal. And, of course, your Bonneville Speed Racing and all sorts of things that you've done. Let's bring on our – who's our next guest that we're rolling in? I'm sorry. We'll all on. four on, and then we
1: can talk. I wasn't, I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you snuck up on Chris this time.
0: Okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. John Chope is going to be next with us.
3: Oh, now John Shope, John I've not known as long, and John has never been to my (laughs) Boulder studio, so Brian's going to have to shame him into coming up here sometime. (laughs) uh, John has been unveiling this diesel bike he's been working on really for a number of years, and he's been showing that online, and it's an exciting project, and he'll tell us all about it, but that's what he's going to be bringing to the exhibition this year. Let's bring John on.
5: Hey, hey.
0: How you doing,
3: Mr. Schultz? You all set to come in the show with that diesel?
5: Yeah, I'm trying, man. I was actually there today working on it So, Man, this thing's wiping me out. I got it. What's wiping you out? Just all the engineering and just making everything work. And I mean, this thing's going to haul ass. This isn't some generator motor or whatever. This is 100 horsepower, 140 foot-pounds of torque. I'm going to be... You're, you'll only pull up on my left side
1: once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's I'm awesome. a diesel freak. I love that.
3: That's Good. awesome. That's going to be so much fun. Uh, who's our next guest that we're rolling in? We'll um, get everyone on so we can all talk together.
0: How about now we bring in Mr. Michael LaFontaine?
3: Okay, now, Michael, I met at the Handbuilt Show. And I l- love his work. And it was actually, I think, uh, a couple of times, I think they were both Hondas, but um, beautiful cafe racers. The guy is a perfectionist and he is so meticulous in the work that he does. And so I'm so happy to have a, a bike like that in the exhibition and it contrasts to some of the choppers or diesel bikes that are appearing. So it's going to be a very different bike. Let's bring Michael in. Michael's with Rocia in California. And it looks like he's in his nice. shop
6: i am Yep. Yeah. um what? yeah i guess i would be definitely representing the opposite side of the motorcycle world but it's um definitely going to be a departure from probably a lot of the bikes in in the show but um i'm excited
3: and have you ever been to Sturgis before
6: i've never have no so it's um you know wow. it's always this yeah yeah it's always this uh thing when you're you know I, I knew about Sturgis as a kid and it's this uh, elusive gather crazy gathering and, I, and i've never been so oh, it's, uh, excited, excited for you
0: excited for you uh, it's the Super you've Bowl.
3: never been there and i've never been to your shop but i will say that based on what i'm seeing as a background right there i am coming to visit
6: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that
3: is gorgeous anytime.
6: anytime thank you thank you that is a um, beautiful shop yeah, the, the bike this year, it's funny that you were mentioning all the detail and stuff. The bike this year is, is, is a little bit of a departure from my normal work, um, but it's, it's a really important bike for the show for me because it definitely represents what this show is about. Um, it's a bike that I, it's the second bike I ever purchased when I was a teenager. And um, it kind of just traveled with me to all these shops all over California I, everywhere I went I would you know drag my tools and drag my bikes and this bike just came with me over 20 years and finally um finally I just just I wasn't sure what to do with it and I was you know it was this very small bike and I ended up um chopping I was so afraid to chop it up because it's a really rare bike and I just decided to do it and it 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 embodies everything that I've been doing but it's it's really small so it's a it's going to be interesting it's it's going to kind of stand out in a in the group but it'll be worth it
3: are you going to bring a bike to ride um That's a good question.
6: I'm not
3: sure. Yeah, I hope you do. And on Wednesday, Cycle Source Media for all our listeners out there, Cycle Source Media is sponsoring a ride that I'm part of, and that's on Wednesday. Kickstands up at noon. Usually we start gathering around 10:30 already at the Iron Horse, 11 o'clock in the morning. But Kickstands up at noon, and we're going to head up to the mountains to up Nemo Canyon for Acker Canyon is one of my favorite roads in the entire world. Michael and I hope that you could enjoy that on one of your cafe racers wouldn't you agree chris Gallen?
0: Yeah, yeah listen i'm gonna blow your mind right now this is the 15th year mm-hmm. that we've done our ride and our show in Sturgis. just 15th oh anniversary God. Wow. i know awesome. i can't i can't believe it wow. it was like yesterday and we were all still kids mark didn't even have a beard nope
3: I
2: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well you figure chris you're coming up on 25 years of cycle source that's almost oh, half God. your life
1: I know. Wow. Hey, that's n- uh, nice reminder, Heather. Right? Now I need to find <laughs> my way home without crossing a bridge. She's just trying to count on the days. <laughs> she's, she's looking for sure. amnesty.
3: <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> I, well, gonna, we have another guest to introduce, but I'm going to just throw something out in the gauntlet here. That uh, I don't know how this happened. Why isn't Wink Eller in this show this year?
0: I don't know. That and would be And he's listening...
3: And so I'm going to say, if Wink Eller has a bike that's been built in the last year, that's the requirement. It's built in the last year. I know he's been in business for more than 20 years. I would love to have Wink represented in this show. That would Dude. be, I know it would be a, kind of a last-minute deal, but wouldn't that be cool, everybody? What, what, what does the audience think of You're putting him on a hell of a Eller spot. I don't here? think he has much
0: yeah. of a choice right now. That's fantastic.
3: As I see it, I don't see how Wink cannot be in the show.
4: Right. Yeah, and if not, I think Wink's been working on that Studebaker. He could park it out front.
3: Well, we'll make room for the Studebaker. Oh hey, no! Way. Else.
4: If he gets it done, we'll put, put it the, front the bar. In. Right, put it by the fountain by the bar. Perfect.
3: I, I will do that. We'll ha- we'll have a car in for the first time if it's done. Wow. Well, who's I'll our, who's on, our Wink, next guest to bring
4: in?
0: Next up is Mr. Tom Kiefer.
3: Tom Kiefer, awesome, Tom. Is from Pennsylvania, and I know he's a very close friend of Chris Callan. I should probably let Chris do the introduction here. But uh, he was in last year with a beautiful bike that was built about 10 years ago, and he's been really happy. Actually, Chris, you finished the intro because you're real familiar with the bike he's building. You know, Tom
0: is, Tom is one of those, if he was a car, they'd call him a sleeper. You know, he's been building bikes for years right. and years and years. He's been a, a friend of the industry for years and years and years. Um, he's... He's there doing stuff even when you know he's not. Yeah, you he know is. he supports everything and he supports everybody. He always finds a way to to lend his assistance, whether it's you know it's Sons of Speed helping everybody get ready for for racing their motorcycles, or one day he called me out of the blue. He knew I was pressed for an event, and he said, "Look, I'm coming out for a day or two and he just showed up here. We just no- wanted to come drink beer. Yeah, well, I mean, there there was there was that too. But he actually he actually worked his ass off while he was yes, here. He did. He's just He's just one of the best people, man, and I mean, I feel like over the years he, he doesn't get a lot of recognition because he doesn't ask for a lot, and he builds incredible
1: shit. He's a so. very hidden asset. that's. And he helps is. a
3: lot of other people, yeah. too. I've seen him at Sons of Speed yeah. and Billy Lane's shop days yep. before the event, chipping in on anything that needed to be done. He's always helping other people. I agree. And just for those that don't know, he's a retired motor cop, so he really does know how to ride. And he's put a lot of miles on his customers. Let's bring Tom on.
7: There you How's go. it going, guys? Tom,
3: you excited about being in the exhibition with this new bike?
7: Well, yes. <laughs> uh, last year was my first time.
3: After last that, year was my up.
7: first time, and I tell you, it, it 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 actually checked the block. But the block isn't what's important. What's important is that I just I've always wanted to be in that show. Always wanted to be in that show, and it really, really, it meant more than you guys would ever know.
3: Wow, well, that's awesome! So, awesome. awesome. So go another
2: bike, list, this year. you know how many bucket lists your show is on? Right? Like that's literally a bucket yeah. list item for so many craftsmen out there.
0: So Tom, we've been watching pictures of this motorcycle, but that's, that's the actual bike, right? that's behind you. Look at that.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. Him, right, right in his, got, his shop.
3: To, oh man, on cue, he just rolls right, away. Yeah. I got
1: to see it in Gettys- Gettysburg. It's, yeah, it's more impressive. I, I got a collared it. shirt on. <laughs> I got
3: a
7: collared I shirt know. on because I, I wanted to you tell you what you guys don't know is tomorrow's my fiftieth birthday.
6: Oh
1: boy.
3: <gasps> oh, so, oh wait a minute. Oh. Yeah, happy birthday. Oh, that's right. You're the day before me. That's right, we talked yeah. about this. Happy birthday.
7: Thank you so much. So I've been at party, like I was at a gathering earlier for a graduation party, and I th- actually thought it was going to be a surprise birthday party for me. So I got all dressed up.
0: Geez, I was going to say at the beginning of the show. At the beginning of the show, I was going to say, "I hope we weren't
1: tearing you away from a golf outing, dress yeah, like that." <laughs>
3: well, you know. Or.
1: on a lighter note, I always thought you're older than that, so it's good.
3: Mm. Oh, and wow.
1: the guy with the oh, nutshot nut right. from Gandalf that's, that's the Grey. Just because he's
3: retired, yeah, he right. Worked, I we had quality time last.
1: Yes, we did. It was fun to hang out with you. You're always one of my favorite people to hang out with. Your great conversation. I appreciate
8: so, it. Right you know,
3: on. while no, we're offering th- up happy birthdays for tomorrow, I got to say happy birthday to Dave Nichols. He's listening in, yes, and it's sir, his birthday tomorrow yes. also.
2: Well, wait a minute. And Michael, Michael, you have one on the 20th.
3: I do.
5: Hold to to <laughs> <speak> on. on. <laughs> <Talk> <laughs> quiet. Hey, <laughs> okay, hold on! What about Easy Rider magazine yep, coming back? Let's let's talk yes, about sir. that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll gonna... come to
3: that. At the, we'll talk about it at the end. We have too much to talk about. We will at the end of the show. We'll come back to Easy Riders. But for now, let's focus on the builders. Do we have one more person in the wings? Or are we? Yeah, we, we do. Did. We have, we have Mr.
0: Tabernash Tabor is coming. Tabor. Up. Oh, Tabor.
3: Oh, now this is exciting because Tabor is a big part of the show because Tabor has another business, and that's called Paths, and it's a it's an app for your phone or for any device. And it's a way of connecting people, kind of like social media, like Facebook, but it's a way of connecting memories. Like you upload pictures and everybody, if you all went to this party together, you all upload pictures and you could share all your pictures and share your thoughts. And we are gonna do that for the exhibition. We're gonna be logged into paths so that every bike is gonna have its own QR code. So you go up to a bike and you do the QR code and you'll see pictures of Tom Kiefer's bike that he's going to load to paths, And there are all the pictures of him building the bike. Or maybe he writes a story about the bike, and there'll be other information about the bike. And you go up to one of my photographs, you click on the QR code, and you'll be able to hear me talking about the photograph. Right on. So it's pretty cool. And, and Tabor, along with, um, with Scout, Anthony Underwood, Who's uh, doing all the uh, design and graphics for that? Uh, doing a phenomenal job. I'm sorry, I diverted from his motorcycle. But let's bring <laughs> Tabor, and he could tell us about his bike that's coming into the show.
8: Yeah, how are you guys doing? I'm glad to uh, glad to be here. Uh, yeah, the the bike that I'm building, I, I uh, you know, I kind of went outside of what I normally do. Um, I had this old 1940s knuckle frame sitting around for probably the past 10 years, and the thing had the you know, the bottom of the frame part of it was chopped out and the back section was chopped out. I mean, it looks like the thing was over in Germany and fighting the Nazis and, and I'd always had this idea just to resurrect that frame and bring it back to life and then stuff a newer knuckle motor in there and uh, a six speed transmission, something that I could actually ride cross country. Uh, I had a ride, you know, I, I rode back from Sturgis a few years ago and I, I was on a Dyna and I just felt so lame. Like, you know, other guys are passing me out custom bikes, and I'm like, I'm a I'm a custom bike builder. I should be building, like, riding one of my bikes distance like I normally do. And so I, I got rid of that Dyna and put the money into this one, and that's been my uh, been my mission is to have this, uh, awesome. this thing to be as a as a rider. So that's what I'm bringing. I'm going to bring it to the show. I'm going to ride it to the show. We're not going to wash it. Michael's going to shoot it, and then we're going to stick it on the on the lift, whether it's dirty and greasy. Sorry, Michael. Might be a little bit bit of dripping coming off of there,
3: but. <laughs> That's a, No problem there. Do we have all our guests on? Can we see everybody? We,
0: we do, but hang on. I want to give you an update real quick. Wink Eller says, hey, buddy, Ro, I'm still finishing up the bike I was building when I got sick. If I can bring it, it's the only bike I have out of all my bikes I had to sell. But I could get it oh finished and have it there. So you have Ugh. the go-ahead Another from entry. Wink. He said he'll, Wait, he'll w- take it. Will I... the
3: bike be finished?
0: He said he'll finish it in time.
3: Oh, we got to talk. She's we we got to talk, man.
0: That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Nice.
3: An incredible addition to the... Okay, so with that, let's bring everybody on, because that brings up the theme, and that's what I want to talk to these guys about, because the whole concept of this show was, I mean, it's called More Metal, but metal is spelled M-E-T-T-L-E. It's the stuff that... It's resiliency. It's what keep, keeps people going. I and mean, why do we go back for more? It's about passion. It's about being able to fall down and get up. Amen. It's being able to make mistakes and do it over and over and over again. And that's what these guys demonstrate. And I hope with my photography that I'm doing that as well because I got over 40 years of making mistakes and, and learning from them. But uh, I want to know what all of you and individually how, I mean, it's so amazing the timing of this show because not all, it's like insult to injury, you've survived the economic crash of 2008. And uh, some of the older guys in the show, Dave Perowitz and Donny Smith, I mean, they survived you know, the fuel shortages and the Iran hostage crisis and other economic downturns. But on top of all this, we've had almost a year and a half of dealing with COVID. So not to dwell on any particular thing and, and not politics, but just really, what does it take to survive? And I'd like you each to answer that question.
4: Who wants who to, go who first? Wants to <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's go in the order you guys came on. So start with Mr. Clock.
4: Well, for me, Michael, um, you know, I'm with Chris. Next year will be 25 years of Clockworks. Yeah, and uh, we're
0: excited about oh, that, right? Wrong button. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was my bad. My
4: old eyes. It's <laughs> all right. Hey, we're wow. just there we we go. together hand in hand this yeah. whole way, and I'm excited about it. Yes, sir. Um, but, you know, I think... The bottom line is, how do you? Okay, so you just popped up a picture of the cherry bomb. That's my first oh. ever Michael Lichter show I was in, uh, was in two thousand four, and Michael, this will bring me back. Uh, literally, I had it 10 brings days me back, Brian. I had ten days to build that bike. I got a call from, um oh man, Caribbean Wait, Choppers. Wick? What is his name? No, um, ah. Uh, Jose, from Caribbean Choppers, oh, over in Puerto oh, Rico. Sure. And, and he goes, yeah. hey, Jose how's your Miguel, bike Yeah, and I go, he goes, how's your bike coming? I go, what bike, what are you talking about? He said, for the Michael Lichter show. I said, I'm not in that, I never got invited. And he goes, no dude, you might want to check the internet.
0: <laughs> so I pull it up, this is 2004, right? This is right? typical Lichter,
4: typical. Yeah, I pull it up on 2004, and he says, bikes from Indian Larry, Billy Lane, Willie G, Brian Clock, and more. Well, if I'd have been in the end more section, I'm bailing. Okay. Cause I, I don't have anything. I called Michael and he said, yeah, Brian, when, 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 here, he just
1: went dead, just when you were
4: here, we talked about, um, you building a, you know, kind of a twin cam, but making it look like an old knuckle because the theme of the show was Bob's back to build a bobber. He goes, so you were going to bring me a new style bobber and I'm like, all right. But I mean, I'm going up against all these knuckleheads, panheads, all these cool bikes. And so I, I go, well, I'll do it, Michael, because that was a turning point in my career. I could either make it or be the out guy. Right. And so I, I called Greg Wick and his bike was in my shop. We were supposed to build it very Frisco style, ape hangers, you know, high tank, the whole thing. And I said, Mike or Greg, I need your bike. I got to be in Michael's show and I got 10 days. (laughs) He's like, uh, not really his style I wanted. I said, I understand. I I don't care. I'll buy it. I'll do whatever I got to do, but it's right here and I got to tear it apart. He's (laughs) like, "Uh, um, okay. You know, so Greg and I have been great friends. He has built unbelievable custom bikes since then with all kinds of people, but very cool. I tear it apart. And as I'm doing it, I'm going to paint the thing red with a white scallop. And one of my guys goes, there's your cherry bomb. You're always talking about. My dad always had cherry bomb exhaust on his 69 chevy drag truck with a big block and had that sticker on the dashboard so at that time i'm four or five years old right i'm all i can see is the dashboard i'm sitting on the seat because they didn't have car seats and didn't have none of that stuff all i see is a sticker so cherry bombs burned in my brain if mom would let you <clears> skip <throat> church on sunday you could go with dad to the drag races yes so i called cherry bomb up and i said i need you know a muffler and i need permission to put your logo on my seat Uh, Would that be cool? And they said, we don't understand what you're talking about. Can we call you right back? I said, sure, they called me back and I said, all right, here's the deal, I need an effing $18 muffler. And everybody started laughing. I was on a conference call with all of their marketing people, all their directors. And I'm like, oh, my mom would be real proud. I said, can we start over? (laughs) And they said, well, Mr. Clock, we like your attitude. We're sorry you only have 10 days to do it. I said, well, we're now on day eight. So I got eight days. And they said, we'll send you 200 pounds of Cherry Bomb mufflers overnight tomorrow. And I got the mufflers. We got the bike. It's an old manure spreader seat. It's a little deuce turn signal I found in a bucket for a taillight. We painted the wheels white. Everybody was doing their wheels red at that time and made the wheels actually look bigger. Um, And now the oxymoron is Carl Olson's asking me what the hell I'm doing putting white wheels on my knucklehead. They're going to get oily. I said, I get it, Carl, I get it.
3: Awesome. You know, before we go to the next guy, I just want you to briefly say. Yeah, I, and I love all the stories about Cherry Bomb because it brings back such great memories, especially. But what's your message is a lot of younger people are or, or garage builders. How is it that you're still in business, Brian? Don't I know burn I mean, you've, you've not only done economics, economic downturns and whatnot. You've had floods, veritable, real floods. So what does it take to survive? Don't burn bridges. Don't be a jerk. Um,
4: You know, you can make a name for yourself real quickly if you get on social media and start talking smack about somebody because everybody loves that drama. Everybody loves that thing. But that might be a very short lived deal. If you plan on being here like Chris and I for 25 years or Michael for 40 plus, um, just be good to people. When the flood happened, people from all over the world called me and said, how can we help? Um, It was like going to my own funeral. I, I was humbled. I was shocked. All right on. I never knew anybody cared or that I did that much for somebody that they would drive across the country and pick up a motorcycle or eight and take them home and rebuild them. I mean, people were offering crazy stuff, you know, so
3: so uh, it's a testament to who you are and how you behave and how you treat others. <laughs> so uh, who's our number? Who's next in?
0: Mr. Sho, Mr. Shope.
3: Okay, John, you've seen the same thing, ups and downs and a, a bit of a roller coaster how is oh, it yeah. you're still in business why, why um, are you still in business i mean i could
5: i can <laughs> i can i don't know how to do anything else but i can kind of tell a story like brian i mean he that was that was an awesome story but and the shop uh flooding uh i watched that uh, you know he posted the videos and it was just i put i always put myself kind of in other people's spots and i thought of myself standing there in that water and i just i i was just beside myself i'm glad he's back up and running and that that's really cool that's thanks uh, man appreciate it yeah but for me um man i i kept trying with the choppers and i got on this show called the chopper challenge i built a bike for seether i won i thought i'm gonna have to fire or hire four or five guys never happened it was right when everything crashed so i told my wife i said hey i have one more idea or i'm going to go do drywall or something I, i really didn't know what to do so i went and got a street glide we cut the neck off stretched the fenders brian was already doing his baggers at that time paul was doing his bagger nation and you know and i just came with something super extreme like it or not it drove the industry for quite a while the big wheel baggers granted it got stupider and stupider and i mean i tapped out with the 26 i like man i don't know what they're doing now but uh anyway that's that's kind of my story so we can blame ups that on and downs you downs and a lot of work
3: all <laughs> <laughs> right well it sounds like yeah. you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other and believe in yourself and uh, yeah. when you when you fall down you got to lift yourself up
5: yeah the dirty tails are really doing good man i figured out how to make a soft tail ride and handle better and man those bikes are really doing good for me and those are my babies so pretty fortunate
3: you know that brings up a point that i've always said you know people comment about my photography and and the work i've done over the years and really a lot of times i just say it's just i've been doing it for a long time i mean you do something long enough you know people are going to notice and there's got to be something good in there you just got to keep trying right absolutely so, and then occasionally you'll hit on what you did or Brian with his windshield and some absolutely. other products and, and you're not gonna that's not gonna happen unless you keep trying
5: Yeah.
3: so yes. who's our yeah. next up Chris
0: um who did we bring in next yeah it was me yep yes Michael
3: um
6: so I would say it's a couple different parts you know neur- neuroticism a little bit of crazy uh creativity um in the beginning of me doing this, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. So I would try everything, and um, I think the most important thing was figuring out what I wanted to do, what felt the the most like myself, and then exploiting that. And so in the beginning, I mean, I would just to stay in business. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be, I didn't want to be tuning jet skis, you know, when I was young. And um, but I tried everything, and really, what it came down to was me when it took off was when I decided to make the best of my ability and that's when um, the bikes were getting picked up without me even trying and so if any young builder I would say staying in business is you really have to just do what keeps you awake at night those ideas and stuff that um, keep me up until four in the morning that's when things make sense so
3: and that's gorgeous right there I I love that bike you know but thank you uh, my, Mike when did you start doing what was your first cafe racer custom
6: uh, my first one was um, in 97 and so 96, 97 um, yeah,
3: I mean in 97 I just I, I knew choppers that was it you know the custom world and you were in the yeah, different there was, world
6: so. there was no there was no cafe world that was that's what's interesting about it is there wasn't any reference so it was kind of their cafe stuff kind of went in waves, and I missed the '85 wave, which was a thing, and then the wave in the sixth, late '60s and '50s. So by the time I was doing it, it, no one even knew what that was. I didn't even know what that was. I got mine in my truck. So, um, you know, nowadays you say cafe racer to any grandma, they know exactly what you're talking about. So it was kind of a, it was kind of a open era for us, um, and um, we didn't have any. All I all I had was like cycle trader for inspiration and, and the horse. I don't know if you guys remember the horse Oh yeah. and the the back of the horse, horse. one, one non chopper custom, you know, it was either like a one cafe or something. So I'd spend most of my days just at the magazine store, just trying to piece together stuff that made sense. And um, it's amazing what it's come to now. I mean, it's completely, it's completely different. And now it's interesting. You know, it took me, decades to get to where I was, but today there's so much reference. Some people's uh, first motorcycle is as good as my, you know, 100 motorcycles. So, um, well,
3: the one way. thing is, I, I think it's a little different there because you paid your dues as did all of you and you could be a one-hit wonder, I agree. You could come out of the shoes with something great. There is something to be said for that experience and for like I keep saying, dealing with the ups and downs and being able to survive. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of these one hit wonders would be able to survive. You need the passion. And like you say, what keeps you up at night. And you said a certain amount of neuroses. I for one always say neuroses is what makes the world go round Cause it would be pretty boring <laughs> without it. But, uh, you know, I, it, it takes moxie to keep going and, and you guys you all go. have it. And I, I applaud you for walking your own walk at a time when there weren't any other people on that path. So very few. Yes, sir. Who's next up?
0: Uh, Next up was Mr. Tom Kiefer.
7: Yep, I'm right here. So, So
3: Tom, so your story is a little different because being a motor cop and you're retiring, but you did both things, and and it amazes me that you had the energy to work a 40-hour week in the shop after working a full-time job as a cop. So... that's just amazing so why don't you tell us about that what it what it takes to survive well a
7: 40 hour week was a little bit light because i usually work 10 days straight and in the middle of those 10 days i worked 3 to 11 7 to 3 and then was in the shop every hour between it slept about five hours a night and went right back to work and i did that for 15 straight years Um, it was quite interesting I was a little younger when I started, but uh, I was able to work to like two, three in the morning and get about three, four hours of sleep and go right back in in the morning before I went back to work again. But um, what my passion was, was always, it was always motorcycles. It was always motorcycles, always being with, I guess, an industry that I really didn't even know that was an industry. I just knew that I loved motorcycles and I'd had a lot of people around me that did. As I got a little bit older and more into the business and didn't really realize I was getting into the business, I, I, I switched over to service and repair because, honestly, in the early days, everybody wanted to build a motorcycle and think that they were going to be a chopper builder or whatever. That's not making you money. But I started out life very young, working on motorcycles and working at my dad's automotive shop. So I'm AAC certified automotive mechanic, state inspection, all that good stuff before I became a trooper in Pennsylvania, and it just never stopped. It just never stopped, but I, as I got a little bit more into the business, I realized that there's friendships and there's things that you can do that actually makes it just makes it so much better. The, the more people I I met, and the more people I was able to be with, and the more people I was able to actually help, just made me feel better and better and better. And I guess that's part of my public service, you know, being Marine Corps and then went right to the state police, but. I still do it every day. I, I just, if I can help somebody out in the middle, of the middle of the street, you know, if somebody calls me a mile, whatever, whatever, and I can go out and take care of them, I'll do it. I don't even want to charge them. I just want to get them back on the road, especially, especially if they're on some sort of a big trip that, uh, that they just don't, you know, that they can't get the local repair. Uh, I'll do everything I can, but I, I don't sell a product other than myself. And what I sell is my personality, and my drive to work that's that's what i don't sell any any products like like brian such an awesome guy i've known him for years emulated him all the way through uh you know john show the stuff that he sells fantastic products you know they mentioned bagger nation paul he's a good friend of mine too but i just don't have products for sale but what i do sell is my personality and my drive to work and my drive to actually help and do just general Mm -hmm. service and repair
0: Okay, wait a minute. I, I have I have a bone to pick. Let's let's go back to this picture here, because in the beginning I was talking about. You know, I just felt like you you didn't you didn't get the attention that you. Should. I just realized this is your second knucklehead. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> How about that? How about you take your two knuckleheads?
7: <laughs> I just gotta say, that knucklehead's been photoed, photographed quite often <laughs> that by far is the absolute best picture that bike's ever had oh yeah and we all know it's who took it mfl that picture.
2: shot it come yeah. on now That's
8: but right.
7: that bike is pretty damn nice i got to say it's pretty nice i've had that for about 12 years now and i i put my heart and soul probably i probably put a week in just the mid controls on that bike you before know. i even knew what anybody was building mid controls i just out of my head i was just trying to figure it out and if you look at it it's rudimentary but it's functional and it looks very nice.
0: So listen, if you guys just heard Heather, I'm going to butt in for a second so that everybody knows Heather just said that's because MFL shot it. Michael is such a passive beautiful soul and he's all about peace and everything and we we always hype him up cuz he's he's an absolute gangster, right? So we we've re-nicknamed him Michael fucking Lichter and that's <laughs> we all call him MFL now because he won't call himself that. So we're we're down with the oh, MFL. No.
2: Yes. He did remember that was he was doing that
3: mfl technique <laughs> well i love it you know i have to admit i, I never heard this it. until <laughs> until the chase and uh, as it turns out uh my wonderful assistant melissa shoemaker who is now a veritable photographer for a cycle source um she apparently behind my back nicknamed me nicknamed me that with my other wonderful assistant shannon kerr and uh, the two of them that's apparently how they always referred to me behind my back
2: well (laughs) Well,
1: that's a good one that's a good one but
2: a lot of times it is
1: absolutely well
2: deserved because you like like
1: nobody works as hard as this occasionally
2: when they're working with you yes but for the most part you are MFL. It's such an honor to have be yeah. photographed by you. So, like that's how everybody feels. Uh, yeah. So I, you, is you know really what? I, I now consider the MFL
3: moniker an endearment. I need one. I need an MFL shirt. Who's down with the MFL,
4: MFL shirts? It, it <laughs> really it, it shirts? See. Who's got am done with who's the doing them for you? I told well, him see, we need yeah, to get them. Just Michael. We all want the down with the MFL shirt. here. I'm done with the MFL. Hot is
3: talking about doing some shirts for me. Maybe that'll have to be one of them. We'll have to talk. To andy over there yeah. but uh you know i my assistant I, I i love them we've gotten along so great so when they say stuff like that i, I put it this way I, I, we're close enough that uh, at two in the morning when they're done i uh, literally melissa shoemaker came over with some water and a little tablet and said okay time to go to bed
1: Look, everybody
0: in the comments is lining yeah, up. Yeah, everybody's shirts. commenting.
3: It's down with the
4: MFL. We're going to have a hashtag down F- with the MFL. F- That's great. D- yeah, you got I it like that. If you have your bike
2: photographed by, by MFL, you should get a shirt. I was shot by MFL.
5: Damn straight. There you go. Damn there straight. you go. That's a good one. MFL. Right. Well, great.
0: Michael, last but certainly not NFL. least, from, uh, from the, the left coast, Mr. Tabernash.
3: All right, Tabor, you know, Tabor, especially, I know that with your bike last year that you had in, you could talk a little bit about this, that the story behind that was, there was a lot of hardship behind that story and in terms of what was going on in your life. And so maybe, I mean, everybody has this, you know, we've all had hardships. Maybe you could talk about that a little bit. And again, what does it take to stay in business? What does it take to still follow your passion?
8: Uh, yeah you know i uh that bike last year well first off there's not a whole lot i can say with what brian already said um you know with what what he's gone through and even even john you know me and john have been friends for a lot of years a lot of people probably don't even know this but uh you know i was up in vancouver washington and john was in oregon when we started and um i walked into his his first garage shop you know and i had a, a buddy that was buying some bike that he was selling um and uh, me and Emma have just stayed friends ever since and I, you know I, I'm proud of John for what he's done and, and been able to see what he's overcome and gotten to the point uh to where he where he is now and uh for us to be able to keep the friendship all those years just like Brian said you know it's uh, the, the motorcycle industry is definitely a small knit community and um, staying solid with everybody's uh, definitely the way to go and and uh, keep everybody uh you know close and happy and uh, you know if you endure this long I think there's enough uh, stories going around and enough history that we can uh, all learn from one another Amen. from all of our trials um, but yeah that, that bike last year Michael the, the story behind that you know I, I called it the 1157 when I me and my wife bought our first house in Vancouver Washington when we were up there I'm down in LA now but uh, um, I, I ripped down one of the walls and on the uh, chimney engraved in the chimney it said 1157 1157 and it was that old brick color. And that's when I went up painting the, or, uh, you know, calling the bike and, and putting on the bike. Um, but we wound up actually losing that house in 2008 um, with the downturn and just everything, you know, getting sideways. So so, so it was, uh, you know, it was tough to, to lose our first house um, and go through all that, but we were able to endure. And, you know, I, I guess the biggest thing that's, that's helped us survive through all of this is, uh, for one, my wife and her support And then a lot of waffles <laughs> Eating a lot of waffles
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome
7: Coming this way <laughs> Why are
4: you showing me? Because <laughs> you're out getting a beer in the dark are you guys getting no, some a, interference?
0: That's a sound? whole other conversation no, no, the going interf- on. The interference is Tom and his dog and his fresh beer. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Is that I need a fresh
1: from? beer. Huh? Where's Murphy? <laughs> oh, boy. Chill so him. Murphy's celebrating 50 years with Tom, apparently. Wait a minute. Let me, let me switch back. You guys, are, you guys are keeping me
0: on my toes tonight.
3: All right. Let's let Tabor finish his story. Wait a though. minute. Here's Murphy. <laughs> Licking the camera. That's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Back to Tabor. Back to Waffles. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I was, I
3: was done talking. I was done talking. This is way better. <laughs> no. 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 I mean, that 1157, I mean, it's the story of you rebuilding your house Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean,
8: it was that, well, it was actually the loss of the house, you know. I mean, I, I built that bike when we were remodeling the house, then we went up actually losing the home. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a tragic story behind it. But at the end of the day, you know, it all, it all worked out. It was, it was for the better. We lost my home, but um, moved on and had a better place. And uh, we are where we are today because of a lot of changes. And I, I've never really, you know, throughout my life, I've always been directed um, where I needed to go as I needed to. I, you know, I've, uh, up until the house I live in now, I actually never lived in a home for any longer than three years um and this one we've lived in for almost five years and that's my entire life even when i was a kid i never i was never in a home any longer than three wow. years so I, I never i never felt like i really had a home i always feel like i'm kind of just wandering and you know going from town to town even though i have a family and a business and everything so um,
1: but it stayed alive well, the whole time well, too yeah the whole time yeah, yeah. Our business has never fallen apart
3: no, no, it's no, it's no, amazing. Buy- it, it takes a lot to keep going. And, and the, the percentage of businesses that fail in the first year, second year, and certainly in the first five and 10 years. Oh, it's huge. I, I don't think, I think it's a very small percentage of businesses that succeed after 10, yeah. let alone to be in business after 20. Wouldn't you guys agree? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah oh, and yeah. I think what's great about what Tabor said is the vulnerability to say, you know, in 2008, things went south and I lost my house, right? I mean, you have to be as willing to stand on the podium as you are to accept the mistakes or the the crap that happens to you or the curveball that happens and be able to share that. So many times in our lives, we try to bury the bad instead of just being honest about it and learning from it and owning it, you know, put a blame on somebody else because I lost my house because of this guy. No, no, no. Something happened what was my part in it once I own it then like you said Tabor you can move on you move to a different city you start over but it was a learning experience and it's made you a better a better you know father a better leader a better human better yeah. business person whatever the case is but sure. you know own it right
1: yeah what's about yeah. how hard you fall it's how how well you get back up Yeah. so
4: correct
3: I, I like yeah. I like how you said it own it because that's so true with all all of these stories so true
0: right on yeah well and uh you know to all you guys and to michael i want to tell you from the outside from a media perspective what this show really meant in our life and times you know coming through everything that was going on with covid and like you know it's it's another change of generations in the custom motorcycle scene and all of that coming together to make this two years worth of show that that michael titled heavy metal is perfect. is beyond appropriate i mean it was it was the perfect way to to tell the story of of now especially
1: yeah and it's, that's it's that's so true that's through
0: each one of your
7: stories absolutely so incredible
1: absolutely so appropriate
7: so honored
3: well you know i want to thank all of you for being part of it and also a special thanks Tabor, uh, mm. through his Paths app, is a uh, sponsor of the show, and they're building all new stands for the information cards for each bike. So, wow. metal stands that he's having teach build, <clears throat> and uh, I'm real excited and very thankful. And Brian, through Clockworks, is also a sponsor. I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you all for being part of this and and making it happen. It's like We have 25 sponsors for the show, uh, and I do that. We keep the price down just so that we can have a lot of ownership in the industry, and that's work. That's why we have so many. And uh, one thing we didn't mention, some of the people that aren't here, there's quite a few, but people like Arlen Fatland, Bill Dodge, Billy Lane, uh, Carl Olson, Cole Foster, Corey Ness, Dan, Bacon Carr, Dave Perowitz, Donnie Smith, Fred Cuba. I mean, that's not even half the list. We have great bikes. It's going to be a great show. And I want to invite all the listeners that at noon on Sunday, we're asking the builders to come to the gallery, and so we're going to actually have – we've always had soft openings on Saturday. This time on Sunday at noon, we're going to have a hard opening. The gallery will open. I'll be there. I can uh, talk with people about the photos or about the show and the theme. The builders, many of them will be there, available to take photos with and answer questions about their bikes. So I hope I hope a lot of people will show up at noon on Sunday at the Buffalo Chips
4: East Absolutely. And, Michael, I think – you know explain to people how to get there, what building they got to go to. And it's a little shorter this year, right? Like not as many days.
3: That's true cuz we're opening on Sunday. We lost our transportation sponsor and that was another outcome of COVID that basically anyone in fulfillment and transportation is so busy they can't afford to to ship for free. They and understandably it's they're making They're making hay right now. So all these guys all these guys are getting their bikes to the show, which is phenomenal. Hopefully not Colleen to help accommodate the builders. We're shortening the show said it's over Wednesday night. Uh, there will be a And so Thursday, they're picking up their bikes. Instead of um, it going through Friday, it's ending Wednesday night. So you have from Sunday through Wednesday. I hope we get the same number of people in that shorter time. It's free to come in to anyone. You do not have to pay to go in the Buffalo Chip. Go to the East Gate. Tell them you're going to the event center to see the exhibition. It's right there on the perimeter. And just please come and try to come for the opening Sunday at noon.
0: So, guys, if you would do me a favor. I'm sorry.
3: I think that's the key
4: is to let people know that
3: you don't have to buy
4: a concert ticket. You don't have to go into the Buffalo chip. You literally go around the East side and you're going to see the best bikes in the industry. And I mean, I get, I walk in there and I'm fanboying. I I don't care. Like I don't even, it doesn't even matter that my bike's in there. It's like these guys right here that are on the screen are building killer stuff. And the names, like Michael said, you need to just check out the list. It's unbelievable.
3: You know, I should tell people, there's going to be a lot of, uh, every bike is unique. brothers? And, but There are some special things like seeing a diesel custom. I, I, that's that's going to be very interesting, John Chope. But we also have Kano and Paul Cox together, have built a bike for the first time in 15 years or more. And that bike is on a brand new Indian that Indian gave to them. So this is an Indian sponsored project. And that project will be unveiled and shown for the first time in the exhibition, as will, and this is killer too, BMW gave Shinya Kimura a brand new BMW, and he's building a Shinya Kimura ground up custom from this new platform BMW, which will also be unveiled in the show. So, I mean, this is, this is big stuff. This is something to come and see.
0: So, guys, if you would all do me a favor, please, let's go in the order that you guys came on tonight. So, start with Brian. Tell everybody I know, Brian, you have the skinny, the skinny tire bagger build off going on in Sturgis. And tell everybody where they can keep up with you and anything else you got going on for Sturgis.
4: Um, you can find out all of our information at Clockworks um, Instagram. It's just K L O C K W E R K S. And uh, really check it out on Tuesdays. My daughter Carly is doing. Talk about it Tuesdays, and she'll usually run down everything that's going on in the shop, whether uh, we're building something or whether it's an event coming up. Um, Hashtag STBBO is Skinny Tire Bagger Build-Off. That's happening out at the CHIP as part of the performance uh, show. We will have both of our locations at J&P and at Black Hills Harley. And don't forget, we're having our pre-sturgis party. If you're coming through anywhere from the East Coast, August 5th, it's Thursday night from 5 to 10. We pack as much stuff as we can into a town of 15,000 people in five hours in front of the world's only corn palace. And the big feature this year is the Evil Knievel stunt cycle, you know, the little wind-up generator toy. I uh, to. we're oh, we're yeah. got two. I got two. Yeah, so we're going to set a world record for the evil Knievel stunt cycle this year. Guy coming out from Bayou Kiefer out in Pennsylvania. He's known <laughs> as the 7-inch daredevil, and his stunt cycle will go 51 miles an hour, and he's going to jump it over 22 feet. Uh, at our show so come on by on wow. thursday sea bear's it's going to be fun <laughs> Nice. Wow. all
0: right mr show what do you awesome. got for us for sturgis
4: so
5: uh on my facebook or instagram i'll post on there where we're going for the day but i'm kind of just floating around wednesday uh i'm i joined with the perowitz paint show over nice. at what do they call the Easy Rider place now? The broken iron horse, Spoke?
1: iron
0: horse, and broken iron Spoke, horse. Iron yeah. horse, iron
5: horse. So Wednesday, the dirty tail uh, battle of the dirty tail is going to go on there. So we'll be there all day with Perowitz Paint Show. Um, other than that, I'm just floating around. I'm trying to get people to buy me drinks.
3: Tell our listeners what your Instagram is and Facebook. How do they find you?
5: That's uh, DirtybirdConcepts.com. Is my website. Uh, Facebook is John Shope's Dirty Bird Concepts. Instagram, same thing, Dirty Bird Concepts. A lot of people are already on that thing. But, yeah, I'll just post stuff on there every day, what we're doing and kind of – Go from there.
0: So, Michael, you said this is this is your first
6: Sturgis, right? Yeah. So I'm not throwing a party like Brian, but
3: be um, <laughs> <laughs> You don't you don't want to? It's yeah. a no.
6: lackluster, but I'll I'll be you know. yeah,
5: there. I'll
6: No, we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna we want
3: to go past Sturgis and go right to Brian's party to start, and then ride to Sturgis with him. <laughs>
0: well, we're gonna ask all of on, our all our it. listeners to to help us out with this. So this is this is Brian's first Sturgis. I want to enlist the help of all of our... There's Probably. Sixty thousand people watching this or more right bikes, now. Bikes. I want you guys to help bust this cat Sturgis Cherry. So all if right. you see them, get them right. drunk, race them, try to get them arrested. We want to we cram it all
3: into one year, baby. There might be a girl dressed well, up as guy, buddy. careful. I'm so excited for you to meet all the other people in the show. And I do hope you can come to the ride on Wednesday with one of your own bikes so I can get riding shots of you, which I don't have.
6: Yeah, I'll def- definitely. Definitely. Thank you, Michael. That's awesome.
3: Michael, where can Thanks, people guys. keep up with
0: you?
6: Oh, uh, Racia Motorcycle. Probably Instagram is the easiest, or Facebook. Racia Motorcycles, R-A-C-C-I-A, Motorcycles, uh, Instagram, on Instagram. It's the best right way. On.
0: Mr. Kiefer.
6: Uh, yeah.
7: So we're going to get there early on Thursday night to d- deliver the bike to Michael so he can shoot it. And then Friday, we're going to have an all day that we've never had there. But uh, Saturday night, we have the Hamster Hill Party. But one of the big things I'm doing this week is uh, Monday. I'm doing the old school chopper show. Steve Broyles at the Full Throttle Saloon. Uh, there you go. I, I get I get to pick a bike, and Steve asked me to do it a couple years ago, and I'm so honored to do that because Steve's such a great guy. And uh, then we're going to do the. Um, I'll be doing a lot of stuff with Cycle Source throughout the week. Um, it's all it's all good, but most of the stuff is. Riding and just having some fun, but uh, there's a lot of big cool things. Vinocker Canyon, Canyon right yeah, with us, buddy. The should be pretty damn cool. Run, the, yeah, running with you guys, yes,
0: sir. So, um, tell everybody where they can keep up with you.
7: They keep up with me with uh, Franklin Church Choppers on Instagram, Franklin Church Choppers on. Facebook, and my website sucks, so don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Good tired honesty. of paying people. I'm tired of paying people.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So, Tabor, hit us up. What are you doing? What's going on for Tabor uh, and Sturgis? Uh,
8: I'm just riding up to Sturgis, dropping my bike off with Michael and hanging out for a couple of days. Nothing too uh, nothing too crazy, but I'll be be around the Buffalo Chip hanging out. I'll probably try to get over to Brian's party and, and uh, that's about it.
3: Right on. He, oh, yeah. I, I think he's making light of the situation. He's trying to keep other businesses running and and know. his family and all that. You got a lot on your plate. And uh, you know, I had someone, yeah. Brian Pelletier, actually chimed in and said, uh, he's asking, will the QR codes be available online? Can you address that question? This is regarding paths. And uh, yeah. for people that don't go to Sturgis, will they be able to follow the exhibition in some way?
8: We can, yeah, they'll be able to get on paths for one and uh, follow the ex- exhibition that way. And then if we want to do a QR codes, online, that? Put it back. we can do
2: you that
3: as well. Like it, it I like it. Oh, Tom, Tom. doggy interference. I'm sorry, so I, but if they go to paths, they can go online to the website. How do they find the, the exhibition? Uh,
8: well, they'd have to download the app to go and find the, the exhibition on paths. Uh, but if we wanted to do something uh, QR code-based, we could talk about that, too, Michael, and do something online through through that, that part of it. But for now, it, they need to download the app and go on there, and they'll be able to see what's going on through that.
3: Maybe on the website, you could put something uh, on the homepage or something, a shortcut. Sure,
8: sure. Yeah, yep. yeah, we can talk about that, too, and work out those details.
3: We can probably even help Alrighty. you out from here. Thanks, Chris. All yeah, exciting. All exciting.
0: All right, fellas. Well, listen. I thank Chris. each and every one of you for uh, for coming in with us tonight and spending the time. I know everybody. This is Sunday night, and you guys were winding down. You're nice enough to to sign on to this. So, thank you very much. Thanks,
3: for hey, Chris. Us. Um, I'm Thanks, guys. I look forward to seeing you at noon on Sunday.
4: Yep. <laughs> okay, uh, Chris. Uh, Quick plug for the uh, Sturgis Motorcycle Museum. I'm joining forces with Emma Garvin to co-host their breakfast. If you've never been to that before, if you're a young builder or you've been in the industry forever, um, come meet some of your heroes and really get the backstory on everybody who's getting inducted um, and and just – chat with people it's it's, it's 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 if you can get up wednesday morning it's definitely worth your effort
0: hey and listen while Absolutely. we're while we're on that subject this pertains to the uh, motorcycle hall of fame oh. museum Charlie Brechtel, before he passed away, this the plan was to have this Golden Chopper oh, be no the way. the grand prize of the second movie. And Charlie passed away before he could complete that movie. Everyone involved, Paco and and uh, Mondo and everybody, decided that the best thing to do with this bike was to raffle it off in Charlie's honor and all 100% of the proceeds. As soon as you hit the buy button, $20, $20 for one ticket, $100 for six – all that money goes straight to the Motorcycle Museum and Hall of Fame in Charlie, Charlie's honor, and you get an opportunity to get this That's killer awesome. panhead. So I nice. just wanted to squeeze that in there, too.
3: That's awesome. Awesome. So, much, great. Good stuff. That's so perfect. much good stuff. That's perfect. Great, Sad great, law. great
6: stuff.
0: All right, guys. Well, thanks again. We'll see you in the Black Hills. Oh,
6: all right. I can't all right. wait. Thanks,
3: guys. Thanks, y'all. Thank you.
0: Hey, Michael, will you do me a favor and, uh, and stick with us here for a couple minutes? We're going we're gonna to sure. run our, uh, our new product for the week and take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with you. And we're going to sure. finish up your pictures, some of which have never been seen before, right? That's right. Okay, I want to remind you guys you're watching Shop Talk through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. We're going to take a quick break, watch some product, and then go to commercial, and we'll be back with Mr. Michael Lichter. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. Hey, this is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine Greasing Gears Garage with a new product spotlight. Today's new product spotlight is on the SNS Chrome 2 into 1 Super Street 50 State Exhaust System. These are for soft tail models from 2018 and up. You can see on the header pipe back here, stainless steel construction. The uh, larger O2 ports, so you can go with the larger O2s or the stock O2, po- O2 sensors. Um, all of the components of the, of the exhaust system are heat shielded for blueproof design. Even at the crossover, you can see they have this piece here. The high flow catalyst from SNS. Nice piece. There's the trademark logo, the cool tips. This comes complete with all the mounting hardware, everything you need for that, mounting brackets. They do tell you that motorcycles with mid controls will need a brake pedal kit, so you'll wanna look into that. You can check these out in more detail today at denniskirk.com. They come in at a retail of 13, 38, 24. You can tell them the guys at Grease and Gears Garage sent you. Until next time, this is Chris with New Product Spotlight.
7: Associated with racing and high-performance engines since 1974 when founder Jim Fueling started fueling the flames. From Daytona to Monaco, from the Bonneville Salt Flats to the Indy 500. Fueling is here to compete. Look for the flying pig to run up front this year with pilot Ben Boswell. Fueling. No bullshit, just performance.
0: Everybody, this is Crystal Cycle Source, and uh, obviously in the Grease and Gears Garage, I got a real quick update for you. So it's Sturgis time again. Sturgis, Sturgis, Sturgis. Get it into your heads. Put it on your calendar. Get ready. Gas up the bikes. We're leaving for the Black Hills, and uh, one of the highlights of the Black Hills Rally is going to be when we roll this bike out onto the stage at the Buffalo Chip. This is this year's Twisted T. I'm going to let you in on the name, the T-Dragger. But I'm not going to let you see anything else of what this bike looks like. We'll have this finished by Sturgis. And its debut will be on the stage of the Buffalo Chip. You can win this motorcycle. This is something Twisted T does every year. Just to give back to their faithful followers that come out to the rallies and support them. They give this motorcycle away free of charge. You don't have to buy a Twisted T. You don't have to buy a Cycle Source magazine. You just go to TwistedT.com. Sign up to win the T-Dragger, and this bike could be parked in your garage. We'll see you in the Black Hills.
5: This is Rick from RKB, and you're watching Shop Talk.
6: Everything we do at the track shapes what we build for the street and the dirt. You can see how bad these guys want it. Come race to the line. For us, racing is not for the trophies or the glory. We compete because it makes everything we do faster, more durable, and tested to a higher standard. For s racing is the ultimate in proven performance, and we've been proving it since 1958.
0: Okay, and welcome back to the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Dennis Kirk, they ship today. If you're last minute like me, waiting on uh, parts can be excruciating, and Dennis Kirk got you hooked up with that. They can get you stuff overnight. I do it all the time, much to the chagrin of my lovely wife, but it happens Check them out today, DennisKirk.com. Mr. Lichter, still with us over there, buddy?
3: Still here? Absolutely.
0: All righty. So
3: we got. Uh, you know, I'd love to respond to a couple of comments if I ahead, could. Please. Um, Gloria McDonald Griffiths, she wrote, uh, Thanks for all the pics. They're great. How are you? First. You shot us in the rendezvous in 1995. And this happens a lot. People ask for pictures. She said, how do I get a hold of you? And I don't like printing where all the bots get the address, but I could say it because they don't do that. So I'm going to say you can contact me at mike at lichterphoto.com. That's my website address, lichterphoto.com. M-I-K-E at lichterphoto.com. So if you have questions, feel free to write me there. Or you could get me through my social media, although uh, email is actually best if possible so there's that hey to mike podger from prince edward island i would love that he's always tuning in because i i have to go visit him i've never been to pei then uh, wink eller wrote i was wondering the other day if we could ever get a permit for a few of us old geezers and friends spending a night in the park before we yeah. kick the bucket and i presume he means city park and that would be a cool idea but first thing we got to get you to sturgis so we'll talk about that uh, Steve Boyle suggested you know, I mean, it's Dan Toach, but I believe I spoke to Dan and he really hasn't build, been building custom bikes for over twenty years. So that's why he wasn't in. And uh, Chris Simmons said, What about new blood? Let's get more women. And well, I'll tell you there are not a, li- a lot of women that have been building that have built 20 customs and have built for more than been in business for more than twenty years. Yeah, that was the and hardest thing really about try. this
0: one. Was that time that time frame, man? That's a long time
3: it's a long time you know, in I, a few years we will we're getting more and more women coming in so uh, hopefully we'll get there Michael I think
2: some of those comments from Steve about Dan and from Chris were actually in the beginning when you were announcing next oh, year's next show year. that's right oh, never yes. been never been in the show before Well, there um, you go. those were from early on so those are, I think are probably two really good
3: suggestions for you oh, somebody's yep. on the ball thank you Heather so you're welcome
2: let, let's
0: so go think, back
3: yeah, we have a few photos left
0: yeah we definitely need to hit all of these i don't want to waste a single one
3: well there's only a few more i think there's only about five or six but uh, i call this happy holiday a lot of times i get the titles out of the pictures it's the happy holiday campground i don't know the couple this is from 1986 so again that's exactly 35 years ago sturgis you know but uh i don't know and look
0: Something again about man.
3: It that I like. Th-
0: th- how long ago how long ago sturgis
3: 1986 35 years ago and
0: assless chaps ruled the world (laughs) check them out assless chaps and perforated fingerless gloves
3: that's right yeah i i like when you're zooming in i like seeing the clues like yeah the sign on the campground the signs on the wall the gas pumps the old car in the background i i also like this contrast between the darkness in the foreground and the very lit sort of south dakota brilliance is that a dotson
0: back there Oh, my god yeah so it looks like
1: you're
3: cool. <laughs> anyway I look at that kind of stuff and in this case like I think the phone poles add to it you know yep. and I, I will I will it's just a, a statement here I will never remove a phone pole from a photo if I don't like it I don't use it but I will not remove anything yep. so uh, any anyway, that's just oh no this is cool this is also this is 87 and there we were at Cyclefab. jody was i believe five years old wow. and i stayed at the perowitz house that's the original cycle fab shop right next to lynn's luncheon takeout i love reading the signs on yep. the old stuff notice you know no area code guys now open look in the window now
0: open gospel train soul food country kitchen <laughs>
3: <laughs> she <laughs> was
1: neck, right? <laughs> taking every possible direction she could right there
3: yeah and I li- again, I like the old car, which helps date photos in the left. And uh, this is, uh, we're just getting ready to leave for Laconia for the rally in
0: 1987.
3: That's awesome. Cool. Actually, you know, I posted that one and a guy in there said, uh, hey, remember me? I'm Dino in the picture. Yeah? And I have to call him because he did send me his number. And uh, I want to call him and find out about other people in the picture. He did say a couple of the people are not around anymore, yeah. which is the truth about photography it records a moment in time that was only then and i'll tell you there's a lot of people in my own photos they just aren't with us anymore
0: now this is arguably one of your most iconic shots
3: it's probably my most known photo i I put a couple pictures in i think three photos that i've exhibited before this is one of them uh and i put it in just because uh i'm not going to do all new stuff and I, I think it holds up and it's still relevant. And so it's back in the show. Of course, that's Ed Rekin in the photo that I got to know 20 years after the picture was taken in 1979. That um, Ed and I became friends many years later. And actually, it, it was uh, really cool because it brought Ed some much deserved attention that he's yeah. the guy in this photo wrapped in a moving blanket i remember being at an event i think it was in west virginia and he was there and i had the photo on display and i was on stage being interviewed and i said you know i, I got to bring somebody up here on stage and i brought him up and he got a, a big round of applause and he often gets people asking for his autograph no. this is a, a a scene in city park 1981 i call it crash City Park, 1981. (laughs) And I just love the sequence of photos where the film frame is part of the picture. I included half a frame of the lead photo and half a frame of the photo at the end. And just kind of what City Park was like. It's almost like an animation, almost like a film. It's what we do, like a film strip. Well, you know, this
0: is what I'm thinking about while we're sitting here looking at this. On Torque... Performance every week. They have a thing called From the Gram, and it's it's a video that they get off of Instagram. But it's it's shit like this, like somebody pulling out hot and dumping a bike, and you know this is this is proof that you actually you actually did it first. <laughs> 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 Who wore it better?
3: Wow, cool, nice, I mean,
0: This shot is incredible, yeah. dude.
3: Oh, that's Nimi. You know th- this is cool. This is uh, I call it time travel. And I do that because it just has this sense of, man, like it's, you're in a time machine and there's that light at the end of the tunnel and and here he's coming through it. And that is the natural color of sodium vapor lights. That's how they look on, uh, this is in 2014. That's how they're interpreted by film or film or digital even. Uh, and I don't try to correct it. That is the the color that, that we see. Now, our eyes get adjusted. They kind of interpret it as white. But uh, And he's on... So that's in 2014, and he's riding uh, Shinya's 2014 Indian, uh, I'm sorry, 1915 Indian, which was 99 years at that point. And here they are crossing America, and Nimi didn't speak a word of English. Wow. Getting on this old bike, he has little tools and a very cool toolbox on the back, and he's done some major repairs on the side of the road. Coast to coast, that was Daytona to uh, uh, Seattle, Tacoma. I call this one boots. It's a recent photo, and uh, I don't know. It just for me captures hanging out, being in the dirt, riding. I mean, I'd never ridden in the dirt before, so Nepal was really a first for me. This is uh, boots on the road to Pokhara, Nepal, in 2019. This is on um, Bear uh, Houghton's uh, it's uh, motorcycle Sherpa trips. It was this. Uh, stairway to heaven is basically the trip we go up to i don't know like eighteen thousand feet and we're in the dirt and a lot of us on the trip there were a number of people that were sort of in the industry as well that uh you know some were really good dirt riders pat patterson was there he's an expert uh, i for one was new to it and didn't know what i was doing but we all attacked it and had such a good time but i uh, can't you just see hanging out like just yeah. a oh, really cool or hiding in the dirt getting somewhere in a foreign country and hanging out and relaxing
0: well you know and, and all your photography is amazing but the ones that always speak to me the most are like this and the the one of the the greasy hands like the you know we we started we started a, a segment that that you did for quite a while on the motorcycle cannibals every week that was a picture's worth a thousand words and those pictures like that the boots and the greasy hands and they literally tell a whole other story and they they could possibly tell a different story for everybody that looks at them
3: yeah you know i've had people look at that photo that you're referring to which is called working hands and that was taken in cuba in 2009 and i had a woman in west virginia where i was had an exhibition and she comes up to me and she said oh my god i just love that photo she it made her think of her brother and her father that were miners. you know and those hands like you say, it means different things to different people. It could be a mechanic, it could be a coal miner. It's people that work with their hands and salt of the earth, right?
0: Yep. I actually have that here. I want to bring it up real quick because it's it's literally one of my favorite pictures of yours ever.
3: Man, you are you are fast on the draw, Chris Cowan. <laughs> I
0: try. I tries to be good.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah but that I was, love that. Where where was that picture taken to? And I'm obviously stealing this from BikerNet.com for a minute.
3: Yeah, no, it's taken in Havana, Cuba, and it's a mechanic at the bottom end of his panhead. And I was just using that to demonstrate how, I mean, to me, the photos I took in Cuba are the history of Cuba, as are, I think, my photos of of bikers in America are the history of America. And so in this case, the way they take a part, and that part has probably been in and out of that bike a dozen times in its history. But they don't have the opportunity to go to a shop and buy a new part. They take that part and they wire brush it and they clean it and they, they do whatever they can and they stick it back in and go, well, this is all we got. We got to make it work.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm sorry. I, I just hijacked your presentation for a minute.
3: <laughs> no. And actually, you know, it was just a few photos I pulled prior to the show and there really no rhyme or reason. But uh, this one, wow. I call this Ryan and the Raven and i don't know the light on his face it's midday and this mesa trading company is torn down now it's no longer around in arizona and uh just the grit and determination in his face and you know raven represents the symbolism is death and in that bike there's a lot of history like he wrote the he took oh my god i just
0: realized who this is this is ryan that was the sweep rider
3: Yes. Wow. From, yes, he's from Santa Fe. And he took the ashes of, of, I believe it was his dad, and he mixed it into one shot and painted the names on the tank of other friends and family members that had passed it's underneath Whoa. but he, he actually used the ashes in the paint and painted that on there so there's sort, of, there's sort of this intensity I didn't know any of that until after when he saw the picture and started telling me some stories behind it but uh, that raven I don't know just that, that's yeah. the shot right there
0: that's great
3: I call this flying ribbon and uh, that's taken at the uh, at Trog. And it's uh, Josh Cohn on his 1937, taken in Wildwood in 1915. And I I have a few shots of Josh I really like. He's a great character, he's a great writer. But uh, what I like about this is the monochromeness of it, that you almost think it's black and white. You almost think yeah. I colorized the black and white rather than printed a colored picture. Yeah. But it is a color picture, and we actually tried to tone the blue down. I mean, it is the way it is. It looks like it's popping off the tank, but we couldn't tone it down anymore. That's the color. We couldn't even back it off anymore. It just its a slab of blue color in this field of black and white.
0: Right, right on, man. Right on. So the, the show is coming up quick. Sturgis is, like I said at the beginning of the show, a runaway train. Um, you can get more information about the show at uh buffalochip.com events motorcycles as art more metal we're going to put a link up right now um as far as you michael your website is kicking ass right now so we want to talk about that redesigned repurposed perfect <laughs> nearly
3: yeah, it's. <laughs> it's got a long way to go, but it's coming and it's happening. There's some sections that we need to finish the engineering on, and I've only got it back to 2014, but we are going to be adding years going back. I'm looking forward to that. It's an incredibly time-consuming process for me to re-edit. For example, Sturgis is a full week of editing. That's how long it takes me to edit it for the website, and that's a, a Sturgis from 2013.
0: And I'm I'm so going to sh- I'm going to show everybody for a minute if I could, if I can butt in. Um, one of the greatest things, like you don't realize, you know, when you when you think about Michael and his iconic photography, you don't realize that on his site is there this little search thing. And if I just put in Callan and I'm going to hit search, it's going to bring up all kind of What's different What's the total? Times. Look
3: at the top. How many?
0: 540 images.
3: But 540 shots.
0: Anything that's on this site is available for prints. You can buy a print. And Heather and I are lucky enough that we have some Michael Lichter prints in our house that you know bring back memories and times with Michael. And and you can, too. So go check them out at Lichter Photo. And, um, Thank you. I'm going to throw a, a link up for that real quick, too.
3: And then uh, I have Instagram and Facebook, which on that I will be posting more and more info as we get closer to the exhibition about info. But I do hope that many of you that come can come at noon on Sunday for the opening to meet builders and myself and hear the stories behind the bikes and behind the photos. And uh, and for those of you that can't come, I hope that you sign up for paths and uh, and look at the show and take your time enjoying the bikes and and the photos.
0: All right, all man, <clears throat> we'll oh, listen. Uh, I'm sorry, You know
3: what, ahead. before we end, maybe we could just mention about Easy Riders.
0: Yes, I have uh, I brought the page up actually, let me Great. let me see where I had that, there it is. So go ahead tell everybody the good news.
3: Well, first, I want to preface what I consider good news the fact that um, what's being called classic Easy Riders is going to be back and it's going to continue with issue 355, which is where it left off two years ago, and uh, somebody's taking it over I got the license for it and brought Dave Nichols, myself, and Regina Marsh back on. Uh, Dave is the editor. Me is a prime photographer and Regina is the designer with Carmelo. And uh, it's going to be modernized. It's going to not be as limited in branding. Uh, I know that we have, my trip to Nepal will be in it, and ice racing in Siberia will be in it. This is all scheduled for the next year. And uh, we have some exciting stuff. So that's how varied and diverse it will be. And we'll cover Sturgis. We'll cover uh, certainly bike features and builders and profiles on people so i'm excited about all that but i have to say one of the things i'm really excited about is that we are going to be able to go to the newsstand and i'm hoping that motorcycling and custom motorcycling in particular can be considered a category again yes i mean it's wonderful and kudos to cycling source media chris hellen and heather that you guys have survived. I mean, you just keep going, you keep ticking and you're out there and really the last man standing. And you've done an awesome job at diversifying and creating cycle source media and these shows that you produce and, uh, and, and the films now and covering the cat and the chase and things like that. So you're become so diverse as you've had to become, but back to print magazines. We're so happy that there's another one on the newsstand. I'm uh, honored that I can be part of it again. And I still will contribute to cycle source, but um it's great that we could all work together and get along. I'm going to be part of your ride oh, in Sturgis, and we're going to have your bike in Easy Riders, which is so cool. That yeah, Chris how about it? How about it? something wicked. We're I didn't tell have, Mark yet. You can tell Mark. That's cool. Isn't, hey Mark, that's the news. So yeah, that's, that's pretty about us. It's, it's going to be an Easy Rider. So Ooh, yeah. I look forward that we work together, and we work together also on building up, bringing back custom motorcycling on the newsstand. And uh, and making it better than it's ever been.
0: Well, man, and so so people understand too. Like we happen to be the last man standing, but we sure as hell don't want to be. And Amen. you That's know, a Cycle scary source, place to be. Well, and this is the thing, man. We didn't start off as publishers. You know, all these people were my heroes. They became my friends. They became became my contemporaries, and I got to know their families and their stories, and I was invested. Like you know. When I talked to Dave the other day about, you know, being back at the Helmies Riders, it's great. I'm so happy for him. And we don't want to be the last because Cycle Source is what it is. It's all it's ever going to be because it's all I can manage for it to be because it's just, it's just the bullshit that we do and the things that we see and that we like. And, you know, that's why when I saw another bunch of young guys, you know, excited about what they do with motorcycling, we're starting Torque too. Torque is going to have their first issue out by by Sturgis, you know. So that means at least three magazines on the national newsstands all the time now. You know, that's awesome.
3: I'm so happy here that Torque's going to be in print for Sturgis. Yeah. That's great news. So it's good for everybody, and I think it's good for our viewers today, and good for the entire motorcycle world. And it's great. So uh, I'm happy to be part of this, and uh, looking forward to it.
0: Yes, sir. All right, Michael. Well, listen, thanks for coming on with us. I'm sorry we kept you so late tonight, but it was it was definitely worth the time of the show.
3: <laughs> well, very cool. And there's a lot of comments, and I can't answer during the show. I don't even know how to answer after, but I will look at them all. And uh, I do have copies of everything, so I'm going to be checking them all out. But I do invite people, if they do need a, a direct response, to write me at Mike at LichterPhoto.com. Wink Eller, I could answer you right now. You asked uh, if it was me that went off the road shooting where was that you said that um did i run off the road shooting for the sns 124 challenge bike builder was that another shooter uh, that was not me in the 124 challenge but you're probably thinking of me going off the road with uh when i was in new zealand with jay allen riding and i was checking out the scenery and those new zealanders they ride like maniacs and i'll tell you to try to catch a group of riders (laughs) that are ahead you got to go fast and those roads are windy and just one day i found myself in some tall grass off in a ditch, going what the hell just, happened?
0: <laughs>
3: and the bike was still standing up and i'm I'm still sitting on the bike, I had a big old goozer bruised ribs and whatnot, but uh oh, good, so that that was me in that episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully cool. not
3: doing that anymore. I'm going to keep my eye on the road, and actually, that's a lot to do why I sit backwards sometimes. I get better shots without killing myself. <laughs>
0: All right, man. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael Lichter, um, check him out. Check out the Motorcycles' Art Exhibit in Sturgis this year. And and one more time, buddy, thank you for coming on with us tonight.
3: Thank oh, you, Michael. It's been an honor. Thank you guys for doing such a great job at what you do. <clears throat> See you, Michael.
0: All right, Michael, later. See
3: you. Bye, Mark. Bye. Take care. Thanks
0: okay so rolling on i know we're keeping you guys over time tonight but hell of a show so many great people to get to and we have a couple more things i just want to remind you you're watching shop talk through the courtesy of dennis kirk motorcycle studio um couple events that we need to get through while we have you on the Sturgis subject
2: a couple events oh my goodness sturgis is going to be crazy i'm going to
0: try to rock through all of them as quick as i can so our ride in bike show and heather you can help me out with this because
2: our ride in bike show is sunday august 8th our our registration is from 11 to 3 awards are at 4 p.m we are giving away that is the wrong flyer but we are giving away a full paco rolling chassis yes um we've got some cool prizes coming in and we're going to do the prizes a little different this year Everybody who enters a bike is going to have a chance to get a prize because they're going to get a cool little ticket. And I just got word from Pittsburgh Black Steel City Blacksmithing that they are going to put up a prize for one lucky star just winner to take home with them. If you have not checked them out, please check him out at uh, Steel City Blacksmithing on Instagram. Incredibly talented young man um, from just down the road from us. So
0: we talked about this one just a little while ago, but the Full Throttle Saloon Old School Chopper Show. 15th annual
2: that's like that's a tradition if yes, you're so. not there that's one of the problems about Sturg- well it's not a problem about Sturgis there is a different show for every type of motorcycle every day and the hardest thing is trying to figure out which one you're going to go to and if you're lucky you can get to more than one in a day
0: new for this year coming from Daytona you guys are hip to seeing us in Daytona but Warren Lane's True Grit is hitting the road and heading out west that's going to be at the Iron Horse Saloon
2: on Saturday the 7th, starting at noon till whenever he feels like calling it.
0: That's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome to have Warren out in Sturgis. I, hope we get I to know, spend that's going to be a nice time treat. Um, our run to the line, like we said earlier, 15th anniversary of the, the Sturgis ride. Um, there's more information coming out about that. You guys can see a, a uh, an updated flyer on that real soon the vintage motorcycle day this is an appreciation day for amca members um, if you have an, a vintage antique motorcycle you roll in show them your uh, show them your old bike get in the exclusive vip parking show them your amca membership card you get lunch on us
2: and we're going to be doing some old-time field games yes. as requested. Um, so that's a lot of fun on Monday. We're not Monday sc- as we're not well. screwing
0: around with the field games this year. Just to let you know, like we're coming hard with them. So get people ready. have
2: already like reached out and asked. Yep. So you better be bringing your A game for that, there, kid.
0: All right, and the uh, first annual, first annual, the f- second annual Black Hills Boogie and Chopper Show, um, Choc- Chopper and Vintage Bike Show. This is um this is great, but also what goes along with it is even better, right? Yes. Yes,
2: and actually this is exciting. High Seas Rally has stepped up to sponsor the um
0: what are you gonna, the contest. Are you gonna say it? You gonna say it? Holly <laughs> Hobby, go ahead, the pimp and ho show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so come with your best Disco 70 Pimp and Ho regalia. Um, Bring your old school chopper or vintage bike. It's a great party. Like, I can't remember having that much fun in Stargust. It it was a lot of fun.
1: Everybody, there wasn't a bunch of people there last year, but everybody that came, came to have fun. And it was definitely worth it. What are our prizes? What are our prizes for Best Pimp
0: and Best Ho?
2: A couple hundred bucks a piece,
0: and there's disco music and disco yeah, yeah. dancing, and like it's a it's a it's minute a that you don't fun. have to be a hard ass and Sturgis. You can just right. have fun and
1: be goofy. I mean, you, know, you Harry,
2: know, like
1: you you know me in events, and I'm not big on events, and with all the people and stuff like that, I'm really upset that I'm going to miss a few things this year. This uh, is definitely one. You know. of them. This is if you haven't dingo last year, don't be shy. Show up, wear something oh, fun, have a good time. Yeah,
2: like Chris even has like zebra print goldfish platform shoes that That's right.
0: You, you tell them you tell them what's up it's <laughs> so
2: yeah aaron green and melody they oh, rocked dude, it last year it, it was know? so good mailman
1: and Cheryl. oh yeah. yeah mailman was mailman was pan, pan. Yeah. yeah he was
2: He mailman actually took home a couple yes, hundred he, dollars yes last he year. did
0: yeah yeah that was a lot of fun right on all right man well listen we we kept you guys long enough we're almost hitting two hours on this thing i really really appreciate michael and all the builders coming on i appreciate you guys renting us some headspace and bringing us into your living rooms and uh you keep watching it man we'll keep doing it i want to thank dennis kirk and all our sponsors if you look at the the top corner Way over there, I can't get my finger. Way over there, the top corner. Everybody that sponsors us helps get this out every week. We go live with another episode of Shop Talk, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're there about, and uh, you know, 90 to 120 minutes. Of all the bullshit we can fit. So.
2: Next week, well, you have next week's guest, right? Do you want to announce I that do. Real quick we're going to have here go.
0: Michael Ballard and Jesse James Dupree from the Full Throttle Saloon are going to come on and give us a Sturgis Rundown. Pat Patterson is going to come on, and we're going to talk about the uh, Sportster Showdown and a few other things with Pat, too, actually. Yeah. they got Ooh. some other events coming up and stuff. So, So until next right. week, when we come back and visit with you guys, the same chopper time.
2: Same chopper channel.
1: Bye, Felicia. I love what he said. <laughs>